Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM, brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Thanks for joining us today on the Big Yellow School Bus. And air date is a Monday, so hopefully everybody's having a great Monday today. This is going to be an interesting show because I have two of our newest principals. They're not really new, but they're new assignments at Mary County Public Schools. And I'm just going to go around the room. Welcome, Kevin Eady. Good morning. Kevin Eady is the new principal at Mount Pleasant Middle School. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. And also I have Mr. Eric Hughes is promoted up to principal at Mount Pleasant High School. Welcome, Eric. Thanks, Jack. Super excited to get started. Oh, I bet you are. And and these assignments, they'll be going into effect on July 1st of 2022. And I'm excited to be working with uh, these guys in, in Mount Pleasant area. As you know, we've had Mount Pleasant on the radar here a lot at the Big Yellow School Bus. We've been on location two or three times and had a really good time with all the activities that are taking place out there on those campuses. Also today in the studio, I have with me the Supervisor of Transportation, Mr. Garth Pinkston. Welcome, Garth. Thank you. Garth, you're no stranger to the show. Thank you for coming back again. And when we were talking at work, you I mentioned uh, I needed some help on the show, get some people on there, get some information out. And you said, you said to me, I need some help, too, because I need some bus drivers, right? Absolutely. Uh, we were down about 15 bus drivers at the start of this summer, and uh, we're still down about 10. Uh, we will take all comers. Uh, we're, we're having to change routes around because of that, but if we had enough drivers, we could make things a lot easier on the community uh, in the transportation department. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this numerous times um, from the onset of the pandemic and, and into the pandemic and now just dealing with it in, in, our, in our lives now. Um, we really do need people to help move these students to and from school. It's such an important job. It's such a rewarding job. Um, I know my, my granddaughter, she talks about her bus driver, and I don't remember his name. Uh, it was last year, of course, and how much she loved him. And he's always smiles, and, and she just really liked the bus driver. It's the first person she's seen after she left home to start her day. And the last ones they'll see when they get off the bus in the afternoon. Yep, and and she really had a fondness for her bus driver, and she had a cool name for him. I'd have to call her up and see what it was because I can't think of it right offhand. But it's such a rewarding job to be able to see these students and these kids coming on the bus and and departing to go back home. Um, Garth, you said you're currently at summertime. You're 15 drivers short for the summer? We're uh, we're at the start of the summer. We've gained a few drivers, but of course, some uh, end up deciding to retire before school starts again. So we always try to hedge a little bit and try to get as many folks in as we can. Uh, interviewed three yesterday. Uh, looks very promising. So with the new uh, pay scale that we have, uh, I think it's going to attract folks, and uh, we have a number of benefits that would uh, bring people in as well. Yeah, if if I remember right, it's full benefits for a bus driver, and the bus driver hours are basically you work in the morning and you work in the afternoon, unless you have some other kind of assignments going on. But it's right. it's 
basically part-time with full benefits, right? That is correct. <clears throat> they get full health insurance. Uh, they get life insurance. Um, they have the opportunity in between. I have a number of folks that are uh, bank tellers, uh, cashiers. Some work at uh, little shop factories that the boss will let them work in between. And so it's like 6 to 8 in the morning. They can go to work uh, if they need, have another job. And then they come back to us about 2 to 2.15 and work till 4.15. They've got a full day in. We give them the full benefits. The other uh, part-time job does not have to do that, and they don't right. have to worry about that. So it's, it's very and, – and they're off when their kids are off if they have children. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a number that are retired, and they love that because they've got the middle of the day. They can do whatever, putts around, and uh, they love the kids. Uh, because they're grandparent types, and they love the kids, and so it just works out very well for us. Yeah, I'm one of those grandparent types, and, 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 and I've advertised that I've, I've signed up to learn how to drive a bus, but my time has been restricted, and I have not been able to get my training done. But let's talk <coughs> – excuse me. Let's talk a little bit about if I'm interested in driving a bus. Now, you said there's a new pay structure. Okay, how much can I get paid if I want to drive a bus at Murray County Public Schools? All right, the starting, uh, we, we have grades, and the starting grade for a driver now is uh, up to seventeen twenty six an hour. Uh, we are guaranteeing a 3% increase every year, and now we also have a step scale, which we did not have before. If you worked one year or 44 years, you, you got the same pay. Now, if you work every so often, there's a, a bump in your pay, a step, up to 20 years, and then uh, you flatten out, but you're still getting a 3% increase every year thereafter that's guaranteed. So that that is uh, tremendous. Uh, some of our drivers uh, got a 4 or $5 an hour increase because of their, their step this year. So they're very excited about that. That sounds really cool. So I'm, I'm guessing if I have uh, one year, I'm at step one. If I'm at five years, maybe I get to step two, which is a little bit more money, right? Well, actually, yes. Uh, if you go by that first year, uh, you jump to step two from year uh, one to three. So that's an Okay, that's even better than uh, one it, to five. It's, yeah. It's awesome. Yes. That's, that's really cool. And, you know, incentive, we, we do things like this, not just because we love them, because we also need to pay our bills and we need to eat. So the fact that we're now offering more money for these uh, positions to drive buses is really awesome. So let me also ask that hours. You said it's like 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., then 2 to 4 approximately? That's not set in stone. That just depends on, on their route and where they're going. Elementary starts a little bit later, uh, but in the afternoon it's pretty close because they come at 2 to 2.15 to get their buses to go to the school and uh, pick the kids up. But morning is a little more flexible. Coach Mike, did you were getting ready to say something. Uh, well, I was going to also say that for those who are available to do it, there's also special event driving. Um, you've got the uh, field trips. They've started taking field trips again, uh, carry kids. You've also got ball games, band contests that uh, you get paid. I guess you get paid by the hour that you're involved in those things, and that that's a pretty – pretty uh, significant and, wage as well. So, and let me say that jump from $15 an hour to $20 an hour, and you're guaranteed three hours when you take a field trip. So that's a $60 minimum uh, that you're going to get for that. Uh, and then it's $20 thereafter. So if you take an all-day field trip, you're, you're 20 bucks an hour 
um, going to get that for your field trips and ec- extra that you're going to do. So that should be an attraction as well. Does that also include things like um, sporting events, away games yes. and stuff like yes. that, band events? Yes. Okay. So that's that is very cool. Yeah, if you get the band gig, you're 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 gone. That's all day. Long, sa- yeah, that, that, of, start, that starts Saturdays. at about four in the morning sometimes, and goes mm-hmm. until about two the next morning. Yeah, my daughter was so. in the band, so I remember those <laughs> band days and those band contests, getting up early and then coming back late at night. Um, so yeah, that could that makes a big difference on a, on a bus driver that's really wanting to earn even more money by signing up for these extracurricular right. um, driving opportunities. We do also have kids on co-op that have midday runs, and uh, we pick those kids up, take them for a couple hours, and, and bring them back. So the opportunity there as well. Okay. So found out I can do this. I can actually make more money. Now, what are the minimum requirements to be eligible to apply for the job? Just have a... Valid driver's license. Valid driver's and, license. And you, we'll take care of the rest. All right. Now, so. now let me tell you about this. We have uh, a trainer, that, uh, and there are new uh, training guidelines from the state. So there's some computer work prior to getting your permit and, and taking the test at the Department of Motor Vehicles. But after that, once you have that, then we have a uh, trainer on site that trains you uh, driving the bus, uh, the backup procedures, et cetera. The biggest thing with us, we are one of only six counties in the state that has a third-party tester. That means she tests the driving on site, and so that's really big. And we actually have another gentleman that comes in on the weekends. He's a supervisor of another county that will do weekend training as well. If you're working and can't come in, he will do it on the weekends. We're the only county in the state that has two third-party testers available in our county so it's big east tennessee they have to travel 200 miles to get tested because they don't have a tester up in that area right now so murray county has that advantage we can test a person that comes in off the street with no um, uh, training whatsoever and in a month have them driving a bus all right so let me understand this for our listening audience i'm interested um I've got availability in the morning and afternoons, and I work somewhere else maybe. I want to drive a bus, so I've got a valid driver's license. I have no bad spots on my record. So I go in, and I say, Garth, I want to drive, ride. I fill out the application. You guys are going to train me and get me prepared for my, what do you call it, CDL? Yes, CDL license, commercial so, driver's license. So you're going to help prepare me and then help me get the testing so I can pass that and then give me the additional testing so I'm able to transport these students safely from point A to point B. And it doesn't cost me to get that CDL. No. Okay, that's that's a big thing because if you want to become a commercial driver – Usually you have to pay to have some kind of course taken. So Absolutely. Murray County Public Schools will give you the training and set you up to get that CDL. You're saving about $500 minimum uh, for us to train you. That's okay. about what it yeah, costs that's, us that's to huge. train. And what endorsement is it for a, a bus driver? CDL, there's certain endorsements. Uh, there's a P, passenger endorsement, and a school endorsement, S endorsement. So there's a P and an S, but that's that's part of the training. So okay. once, once you go to get your CDL with us, you've got that PNS endorsement on there automatically. Very cool. I really like that this opportunity is available. The wages are good nowadays, folks. I mean, it's really getting better. Um, you can make up to $20 an hour. 
Um, if you sign up for the extracurricular driving, um, the sporting events, the field trips, this, this, that, and the other, how do they get this job? Okay, you were going to say something else? Yeah, let me throw this in, too. All right. Every month, they get two days, vacation sick days as well. Those accumulate through the year. At the end of the year, in June, any days they've not used, we pay them a full day for uh, those days. And uh, we have drivers that don't use any of those days, and that's like another full month of pay uh, for them being in attendance every day. Bonus pay every year. A- absolutely. absolutely. Or or time off if you need it. That's correct. Jack, could I say something? Absolutely. Come on in, Eric. Point. You know, the transportation department is our lifeline. Because without the transportation, our kids wouldn't get to school, and we, we, we wouldn't be able to do our job. You know, and so many of our kids – the first meal they get each day is at the school cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And without the transportation department, they may not receive that. Also, I just know for us, we have a, a, a bus driver who comes and picks up students to do work-based learning during the day. And without those dedicated men and women, we wouldn't be able to provide those opportunities for mm-hmm. those students. So I do appreciate Garth and his department. And maybe sometimes, I don't want to say we, we don't overlook them, but we don't see them each and every day, but we are so appreciative. And I know in Mount Pleasant, we have a really good group of bus drivers. Several of them are retired or they have other jobs during the day, and uh, they are the lifeline to get us going each and every day. Yeah, and, you know, you talk about the other jobs and stuff. I have a friend that drives for our district, and he actually has a business but in order to really make his business successful, he needed insurance. And insurance, when you buy it out of pocket, is very expensive. So he became a bus driver. So he's doing a couple fold things. He's, he's, he's providing a, a great business to the community and providing a great service to the community through the school district by helping transport kids. Well, when you throw in the health insurance, that's like $5 extra an hour because it's about four to $500 a month at the health insurance. So you can consider that in on top of, of your pay. Yeah, and there is no health, big health insurance premium that the, the uh, employee has to pay no. being a bus driver. They just, it comes with the job. Right. See, that's huge, folks. If you're interested in a job as a bus driver at Murray County Public Schools, please go visit murrayk12.org. That's M-A-U-R-Y-K-12.org. Go to the HR section and go to the jobs and fill in an application so Garth can get it and he can bring you in and interview you. He's got right now at least, what you say, 15 openings approximately? That That is correct. You know, 15 openings at, you know, 17 plus an hour plus the opportunity to make even more if you are interested in working on field trips, night um, things, weekend events. Folks, this is a great opportunity. And you get to drive a big yellow school bus. And, you know, this is the Big Yellow School Bus Radio and Podcast, so I like to tout that. And I like to brag that I am signed up. I just need to get my training. Garth understands that I'm really busy and I can't get over there. But I'm going to do that one day, and I'm going to be very excited to come on the air and say, "Woohoo! I drove my bus, Big Yellow School Bus, not the radio show. <laughs> so it'll be a good time. Um, anything else? Are, you know, I like to share things, and you've been on the radio before with us. I like to share the stats because I find them just amazing when you give me the numbers. So how many buses do you have? We have 127 buses that go out every day that run single, double, and triple routes, uh, depending on their location. When I don't have enough drivers, 
they're running a lot of double and triple. And unfortunately, that makes the kids late getting home, but we do get them home. Um, all of my office staff uh, had to drive this past year. I was only off uh, five days last year that I did not drive, so I drove every day. We do have one dispatcher that, by law, we have to have for emergencies in the office, but everybody else, I've got five others that drive filling in for missing drivers. Let me ask you, and you have a, a CDL and you can drive the bus, so you have been out driving bus last year, last school year a lot? Yes, Okay. Yes. And and I bet you like it. I mean, I, probably... I do. And the funny thing is, you know, when when I'm driving and uh, someone calls in on the bus that I was driving and complaining about something that happened, I, I let them go on and and then finally I say, yeah, yeah, I'll get onto that bus driver. He, he's pretty bad, and I, I'll get onto him. And uh, a couple times I've said uh, that was me. I apologize. You make sure you pass it on to the supervisor, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. I absolutely do. Well, I really like that, um, you know, you enjoy that, and, and I'm sure it's such a rewarding job. Like Eric was saying, it's a lifeline for our school district, making sure we have the students in the classrooms to be able to teach them the, the, the things they need to do academically and all the athletics and the extra things and arts and stuff. If I can uh, say something, uh, appreciate um, Mr. Pinkston, the logistics of, a bus, of the bus routes for 22 schools? Yes. 22 schools. Uh, starting two different start and end times. Uh, that's a testament to him and his dedication and his staff's dedication to make sure that all of our students arrive to school safely on time for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. And get home each day. And, uh, you know, I, I commend you and thank you for uh, everything that you do uh, for that. And that's the reason why – Whenever you call me, I jump. <laughs> yeah, jump, absolutely. Jump because uh, it's a logistical thing, and we got to make it right. I have an awesome staff. So uh, we're training a new router this year. Uh, the router that retired, she is also helping us uh, temporarily. So there may be some snafus at the beginning, but we're going to try to get it worked through. I have complete confidence that you guys will get her done. Um, let, let's get back to the stats thing. So 126 buses, right? Yes. 27. 127. Okay. How many miles does that equate to daily? 1,100 miles a, a, a day. 1,100 miles. The buses get eight miles to the gallon, and now diesel fuel, as you know, is very expensive. I blew through my uh, fuel budget uh, at the end of April. Uh, it's going to be tough uh, this coming year. Uh, but the big thing, uh, even bigger than the fuel, is the parts for the buses. Uh, I've got a bus setting right now that uh, has been setting since the middle of May and won't get the part in until they say the end of July. So, you know, I have bus, I have surplus buses, but uh, it, it's tough when uh, buses are sitting because of parts and the price of parts has gone up by about 25%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can only imagine that that uh, gas bill is is quite high. Well, Garth, thank you for the stats. I have, I'll probably have some more questions for you, but I'm being told by Mike that we need to take a break and we need to get a little bit of Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. That is the artist that kicks off and goes to breaks for the Big Yellow School Bus. So we'll be back after a word from our sponsors.
Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Hello, WKOM and WKRM listeners. My name is Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC in Columbia, Tennessee. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my grandfather, Robert Parks, and my great-grandfather, Julian Mays, in 1958, over 60 years ago. Being family-owned and operated, we invest in our community. You'll see our support everywhere you go. Schools, sports, band, and even charities. We invest in our community because we live here and we love this community. Come see me and my cousin, Robert Rogers, at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC right off Nashville Highway or visit us at parksmotorsales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Every morning, I park my car across the street from my business, and I can't wait to get in there. That's pretty common for small business owners. We have the added satisfaction, however, of guiding hundreds of families with their retirement, education, savings, and general investments. We're a locally owned business that tries very hard to simplify a complicated world. This is Monty Sneed from Caledonian Financial in Historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Sheila Butt, former business owner and state representative running for mayor because we need strong leadership. We don't want CRT, higher taxes, unchecked growth, and unconstitutional mandates. We want safe communities and great schools. I appreciate the endorsement of the Murray County Republican Party, but I know that the most important endorsement is your vote of trust. Together, we will control growth and preserve the things that we love about Murray County. Paid for by the committee elect Sheila Butt, Jacob Love Treasurer. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools.
Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM, brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Wow, what a great first session, uh, first uh, 20 minutes there talking about the, the needs in transportation. And I really want to hit on some more needs in our district, like at your schools, guys, for Mount Pleasant High School and Mount Pleasant Middle School. But I had some more questions with Garth, and, and Garth, you would give us some really cool statistics. 27 buses on the road at 1,100 miles a day with um, gas tanks that can hold 60 to 100 gallons of gas at, you know, five-plus dollars now, uh, five-plus dollars per gallon. That's five $600 per fill-up to fill up the buses. How, much, how long does a, an average bus have to fill up and is it weekly or is it daily <laughs> i don't know usually they fill up once a week okay uh, we don't like the buses to get down below a half a tank okay uh, so there's no uh, water buildup and so forth um, and uh, we've got our tanks full because of the price increase mm-hmm. uh, keeps going up so we've got our tanks uh, on site full and uh, we are are uh, trying to make sure they're indicating there could be some shortages towards the start of school. Okay. And so we're just trying to hedge against that. Yeah, being prepared, absolutely good. Absolutely a good idea. Um, you mentioned some new changes in some of the, the transportation laws that maybe interest our listeners who are out driving around on the roads. Uh, one of the big ones, we've had a real increase in the number of people that run our stop arms when uh, bus drivers are stopping to pick up kids. The stop arm comes out. It has flashing lights. They have flash, uh, four-way flashers uh, that they hit before they stop, and then the stop arm comes out. You've got to stop because if a kid comes from the left side to get on the bus, I've got two videotapes of, uh, in Murray County of uh, kids that were about three foot away from a car that went by them. Uh, stop arm. I do know of two instances that police did stop cars that went by a stop arm. The law is changing this year. It used to be $50 for a stop arm uh, fine. It is now $200. So you want to stop and think about that. I know that some of the public does not know that, but you do have to stop for a stop arm. Even at the school, parents picking up kids, you go by buses that are picking up kids to, to travel, you go by them uh, on the school site, same thing can happen to you. So it's a $200 fine now. Mike? Also, a uh, reminder to those, uh, like on, uh, I think it's Highway 43 out there by Mount Pleasant, where you got the divided highway, the, that grass berm between you does not prevent you from, you know, you st- all directions still have to stop, even if you're on the other side of that grass median from them. So uh, I, I know some people that, well, you know, they're clear on the other side of the highway. I don't have to worry about it, and they just keep on rolling. That's, I did not know that's that. Still a va- that's still a violation. And when you talk stop arm, are you talking about the little arm on the front that comes out, or are you talking the stop sign that comes out by the driver's window? It, it comes out by the driver's window on the stop side there, yeah. Okay, and that's the stop sign that right. comes out right. and says, I mean, you see a stop sign, you should know you need to stop. Right. Don't be in a hurry because somebody's life could be at risk, right? Absolutely. A student could pop out around the front of that bus and be in a hurry to get home because they're excited to tell their parents about something. And if you didn't stop and you're just zooming by that bus, what could happen? The worst, absolute worst scenario ever could happen. And then it'll be more than a $200 fine. Well, and yeah, it would be, yeah, it would be horrible. I actually think that's a good idea going from 50 to 200. So folks, when you're out there and you're seeing the big yellow school buses on the road, when school starts in August, 
be cautious, be prepared, stop when you see the stop sign or the arm out on a school bus. It's the law, and it's the safest thing to do. It's no, it's never worth being in a hurry to try to beat that arm. Okay, what else is going on in transportation? Just one other thing that I want to tell you about, uh, and because we have the Mount Pleasant principles here, Mount Pleasant now has a camera system that when Schools are going in session, buses are coming in, and kids are letting off in the morning and the afternoon. They have flashing lights on these signs that's 15 miles an hour. They also have cameras on those. Ah, radar detectors. And if you go over a certain speed limit, they're going to click you, and you're going to get a ticket by mail. So just be aware of that, that Mount Pleasant schools now have – it has been okayed, and they're going to ticket f- folks that are going over that 15 miles. And this applies not just to the buses, or not just to the cars, passenger cars, but also the buses traveling down yes, the road. Yes, I had four buses that got uh, tickets prior to this going into effect, and they're very well aware of it now. Were you going to say something, Eric? I just wonder if this is a coincidence with Mr. 80 coming back. I'm not sure if he's got a lead foot or something. Mr. But, uh, 80, no. I, I no. don't want him to get a ticket on his first day back in Mount Pleasant. Well, uh, Eric, I get to school so early, I don't think I have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, they're all still in bed or at the donut shop. Oh, I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> I will say it is definitely an issue in Mount Pleasant. Um, one of our football players the other day, he was talking about it. I think he had received like four warnings before it went into effect. Um, a couple of my football coaches, they've also received uh, letters in the mail. <laughs> and it, it's a ticket. you got to pay it. I mean, you can go and contest it, but it most likely in a, in a school zone, a ticket, I think you're going to end up well, paying it. Jack, there's an old adage that coaches use all the time. What's that? The eye in the sky don't lie. Yeah. (laughs) It's not only for Mount Pleasant either. It's for all school zones. They're there for a reason. It's not that long that the kids load and unload, so slow down through the school zones. Yes, please slow down. You just brought up Mount Pleasant because we have two of our, our principals from Mount Pleasant, and it's fairly new to that area, right, The the radar cameras? Correct. It was installed this spring. Okay. They went about a month with uh, kind of trial, but it's up live now. All right, so beware, folks. Number one, be safe. Keep the kids safe. Help the bus drivers make sure the kids are safe. All right, guys, let's talk a little bit about what's going to be happening at Mount Pleasant. And, and is it still going to be called the Mount? Well, you know, we're Mount Pleasant High School. We're home the of campus. the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're the Mount Pleasant Middle School Tigers. And... Mount Pleasant Elementary, uh, Little Cubs. Yeah, so we're excited to continue, you know, the tradition and working together on, on the same campus. We're unique because we have all three schools within walking distance. So Kevin and myself and also Julie, Julie Tibble at the elementary school are going to be working together to make a great experience for all of our kids. Yeah, it's it's a great campus, and I just know it had been previously called the Mount. I didn't know if you're going to keep that uh, that verbiage or not. Um, the you said that something that made me think about the big football game between Central High School and Mount Pleasant High School, and it was called the Rumble in the Jungle. What a great event that was! And and we talked about it a little bit during the break, and and you had told me that it was great for ticket sales. Well. 
it was not just great for ticket sales. It was great for the community. I seen people, that stadium was full. I seen people I hadn't seen in a long time. What a great. The, the atmosphere was unbelievable. And I believe Kevin would say the same thing. You know, we had food trucks. Uh, we had things for the little small kids. We had jump uh, jumping houses and little football throws and the armed forces. They really stepped up and provided a lot of opportunities. But the crowd that night and some of the photos were taken was just unbelievable. Oh, I had a great time taking pictures. You know, it, it was uh, unfortunate for us. We were on the losing end. Uh, but, you know, it did bring two communities together. It had been a long time. Uh, I forgot how many years since they'd played in football. Um, growing up, we used to play Columbia Central in basketball every year, and that was always a big rival game. But it was uh, neat to see the two communities come together for a football game. And as I understand it, there will be an opportunity for the upcoming school year, the 22-23 year school year, for Central and Mount Pleasant to play again. And I, I think when I was talking to Mr. Eady, who has was is was the <laughs> principal at Central High School, they're going to do something similar, most likely, hopefully. Yes, uh, we had begun some discussions on what we wanted to do. Uh, don't know what's going to be finalized. Um, Mr. Higdon and uh, Coach Sharp will uh, probably take the lead in that with the new principal at Central High School. But uh, um, it's probably going to have something to do with the Lions Den, I'd say. I like the roaring sound <laughs> of that. <laughs> so I like rivalries. I think they're a lot of fun. And I hope that's something we continue. But I also learned that you, you, this may not continue because they may not have the – you guys, Mount Pleasant High School and Central High School may not have the opportunity to play every year. Well, it, it depends. You know, again, reclassification is after this upcoming school year. Uh, then whether region schedules, because mm-hmm. regions play on certain nights, uh, they could – there's a, a number of different little aspects they have to work out. You know, it's not a region night for Mount Pleasant, but it is a region night for Columbia Central. Then you get another date. You got an open date. Uh, those those things have to be worked out. Uh, hopefully it, it will work out, but uh, there's no guarantee. Yeah, you know, one thing we'll do after the season, I'll sit down with my head football coach and – We'll kind of look at the schedule and see kind of what direction he wants to go in. But a lot of it will just depend upon availability. You know, what dates does Central High School have and what dates does Mount Pleasant High School? And then we'll just try to put together the best schedule. I do know some of our um, non-region games will probably change going into this next cycle. We'll just have to see how it plays out after the season. Let me ask you, um, I know – I'm a fan of NFL football, and so there's always a bye week in a, in a season. Uh, do high school football also have a, a week off like that? Yes, uh, it varies. You know, there are schools that are teams that have week one is their bye week, and some okay. week team ten. I believe Columbus Central was week eight this year. It's dependent upon your region schedule. When our region comes together, it's they also drop. not a it's not a guarantee that each school gets a bye week, okay. but they basically have. Uh, I think TWSWA sets aside 11 weeks to play 10 games. games and because of some of the scheduling and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of teams do get bye weeks through the year, but it's if, if you get if you're able to and you, you feel like you want to do it, you can you can schedule st- 10 straight games. Gotcha. So we were talking uh, with Garth about um, job needs, and I'm sure coming into this school year, 
Um, things are actually looking better because they did pass the salary study and their wages have went up for our teachers. And, and as Garth said, there's a 3% increase guaranteed every year, and that's across the board for everybody that works in education. I think that's teachers and everybody, right? No? Uh, teachers, I think, uh, is different, Jack. Okay. Uh, they're on a different schedule. Uh, classified uh, is separate from the yeah. teachers. Okay, gotcha. From my understanding, teachers, 1.6% yeah, increase each year. Okay. But they all did get a salary study increase, right? Yes. Yes. All right. So, and that involves steps and different things that are involved to calculate the wages for teachers. But overall, we are way more competitive than we used to be as far as wages go, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Very appreciative for the school board for, you know, uh, implementing this new salary schedule. I know one of the big differences is for teachers, you used to kind of top out at year 20. And now they've increased that to year 25. So some of our veteran teachers saw a significant increase. I see Mike over there smiling. He's probably wishing he was still back in the classroom where he could get that increase. But that was really a an investment into our veteran teachers. That's cool. Yeah, Mike, if you'd have stuck around, you'd have had a little bit of a pay raise. Yeah, right? a little bit of a pay raise. Yeah. But, uh, I'm sure they'd love to have you back. Yeah, well – but then I would miss you on the. I was going to say school. I, I have a I have a new career path right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> and we have fun at the Big Yellow School Bus. Um, so, do you know of any openings you could advertise right now for your school? You can go first. Sure, I have a special education yes. inclusion teacher that I'm looking for. It can actually be for math or ELA. This position would push in into the regular classroom to support our special education students. Um, you know, That'd be a great position to do a very rewarding job right there. It is an opportunity for students, uh, for teachers to really develop close relationships with those students. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jack, that's a really neat opportunity. I, when, when I was teaching at Mount Pleasant, uh, Miss Benefield and I uh, did, did an inclusion situation. And you basically had two teachers in one classroom. Um, and it, uh, you know, we, we were able to, to, to work the special ed kids into the system um, and, you know, what they into what they call mainstreaming is, is one of those terms that we throw around a lot. But it was also, it was a lot of help for me to have a second teacher in there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we could just play off of each other. We would have a conversation that the kids would listen to and pick up pieces of information. Uh, Miss Benefield was outstanding in reviewing. So a lot of times what would happen, I would, I would introduce new material and then she'd come back in the next day, and she would be in front of the class reviewing it because she's that's a lot of what she had to do with her special ed kids. But the regular students got the benefit of that as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, so it's a neat opportunity. If, you, if, if you're a regular teacher and you get a chance to do that, I'd highly recommend you jump in on that situation if at all possible. Yeah, and also, be- I'm sorry. The best thing about an inclusion situation and what I always strive for is you don't know it's an inclusion class. It's just a regular class, right. two teachers, t- team teaching together, and they're helping all students, not just any particular set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would also say that I have a special education assistant position okay. that would work in our, our resource class, and also it would push into some of our inclusion classes. It's just providing those extra assistance uh, to those students. I have a few other positions that are in the process of, of being um, – finalized through our HR. I know our HR department is being swamped in mm-hmm. the summertime as they process all of the new hires. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I can leave the office at 5.30, 6 o'clock, 
and their lights are still on and they're still plugging away. They've got a, a ton of work right now going on for the summertime, getting all these jobs um and those out. ladies do an excellent job, a fantastic job, and they're always willing to help. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Kevin, but sometimes we kind of get tunnel vision with our own schools, and here they are working with all of the schools of Murray County. Uh, I'm excited to be interviewing for my assistant principal next week and hopefully have uh, that person on board uh, You know, within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I look forward to finding out who that is and then sharing it with the community. We'd like to share all these new uh, high-level positions, assistants, uh, principals, any kind of supervisors, anything with our community so people know who they are. Make sure we get a good photo of them. So people, you know, It's always nice to hear a name, but when you can see a picture and relate it to somebody, then you see them, hey, I know you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly uh, – we really need to make sure we get the, the, the news out there. Um, so if you're interested in a job at Mount Pleasant at Mount Pleasant High School, as Mr. Eric Hughes has just pointed out, you can visit murrayk12.org, go to the HR and Careers tab, and then click on Employment Opportunities. They also have a Facebook page called Murray County Public Schools Jobs, and they post every job on Facebook and on the website. And then either place you can click on the, uh, the job on Facebook, it's more like the most recent posting will be up there. So the newest job that just got posted will be at the top of the listing on Facebook. At the HR and Careers, you'll be able to sort it by different um, classified. Um, there's a whole bunch of different um, with the new system. It's, it's really laid out nicely. You can go for certified, classified, administrative, or coaching and apply for a job. So it's very easy to do, and it's all done online. Again, murrayk12.org or Murray County Public Schools Jobs on Facebook. Um, Mr. Eady, do you know of any jobs currently at Mount Pleasant Middle School? I know you don't transition for another week or so. Uh, Yes, we do have uh, an open art teacher position at Mount Pleasant Middle School, as well as a seventh grade, and I believe it's science and ELA uh, schedule Mm -hmm. for that teacher. And uh, uh, please sign up. Also, uh, yesterday I did post for Mount Pleasant Middle School a uh, 120-day contract interventionist. And that's someone that comes in uh, and works with students. Uh, Mount Pleasant Middle School is a Title I school, so we have the funds and uh, the obligation to break down to small groups. And this person would work with small groups and some reading or math. And it's a great opportunity to spend some time in a school and also work and build a good one-on-one relationship with some students. That sounds actually like a really cool job. It's, now, go ahead. I was just going to say real quickly, it's, it's a great opportunity for retired teachers. I've had two in my building the last year, and two retired teachers come mm-hmm. in and work under 20 days, and uh, they're very, very beneficial. Saw a lot of gains. So that's like a four-month assignment, right, 120 you days? Spread out through the year. They come maybe three days a week okay, gotcha. through the year and, and – uh, work with students, and uh, that it's, it's very rewarding. Uh, like I said, a white retired teacher or, or a teacher that may uh, even transition license with a lot of the movements right. coming in, it'd be an opportunity for them. All right, well, I'm being told we've got to take a break, so let's go back to our uh, – let's go out and take a break from a word from our sponsors. We'll be back in just a moment.
Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Monday, June 27th at 6 p.m. It's the debate that all of Middle Tennessee has been waiting for. All nine Republican candidates for the 5th Congressional District together on one stage and we're bringing it to you live. Join moderator Tom Price for two hours that could decide the fate of the 5th. Our coverage begins at 5 p.m. with a special edition of Three Dudes with a View. Monday, June 27th, live. Our coverage begins at 5 p.m. right here on Front Porch Radio. So, how are the kids? Well, Emily made the honor roll. Oh, good for her. Yeah, we're really proud of her. Tyler, on the other hand, though. What's going on? He's been moody lately, just feeling down and not like himself. Oh, we've been there. Nick was struggling last spring. He was so anxious and stressed. Really? What helped? Well, he joined the soccer team. And ever since, he's been a lot happier. He has more energy. He's less stressed. And he's definitely in a better mood at home. It's made a huge difference. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad he's getting out of the house. He's getting some exercise. And he's off his phone for once. It's been good for his mental health. Sounds like it's been good for your mental health, too. Participating in Tennessee high school sports improves students' physical and mental health. Encourage your son or daughter to get involved. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM, brought to you by Caledonian Financial. What a great show today. 
Garth, I appreciate you coming on and, and educating our, our listening audience about some of the things that buses do and the importance of the safety and everything. And um, just the sheer magnitude of the transportation department, as Eric stated earlier in the show, it's, it's a huge. I mean, the undertakings that – I think Mr. Edie actually said it actually um, – the logistics behind transporting, how many students is it per day? That's one of the statistics I don't think I got. Well, we have 13,000 students. It varies how many we transport. Uh, we're transporting roughly half, uh, maybe a little under half, uh, a lot of our car riders. Uh, especially in the afternoon, uh, we transport a lot of kids home. Parents take them as they go to work in the morning, but we get a bus load in the afternoon. So six so. to 7,000 students uh, per yes. day. yes. Wow, that's a lot of people riding buses out I, on big yellow school buses. I have 180 employees. Uh, before COVID, we actually had 200. So you can see that I'm down 15 bus drivers and some other staff. But uh, that that's a biggie. So, again, if they want to drive a bus, give us a call. Get online and apply. And I, I usually call within a day and uh, get an appointment set up to interview. It's a great team to join. <clears throat> I highly recommend it, um, joining the transportation department. If you don't want to work full-time and you're available, they'll train you, 17-plus an hour, other opportunities to work on weekends and nights to make even more money. Contact Garth Pinkston. Go online, murrayk12.org, and fill out an application to be a bus driver. Also, Eric and Kevin, Mr. Hughes and Mr. Edie, they – told about their jobs available in the district. And these jobs, I think last year we would have probably had a list of jobs. And this year it's a little bit better with the salary study and everything. I think more people are, are realizing there's opportunities here that pay fairly decent. And, you know, the licensed teachers and everything, they're coming back or they're, or they're deciding to stay with Murray County Public Schools. And we're thankful for all of them to be here. Um, and thankful for the opportunity. Again, if you want a job at Murray County Public Schools to work for Eric Hughes or Mr. Kevin Eady, go to murrayk12.org, go to the HR section, employment opportunities, apply online today. And I'll just say, uh, if you're looking for a job, whether it be Mount Pleasant Middle School or Mount Pleasant High School, there's not a better place to work in Murray County. Kevin and I may be a little biased, but uh, <laughs> I think it's the place to be. Please uh, go to Murray County's HR department and put in an application. Kevin, I, I, didn't, I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but that's a good, valid point. And you actually are coming back to Mount Pleasant Middle School, right? Yes, I was principal of Mount Pleasant Middle School from 2012 to 2017. Uh, spent uh, some great years there. Uh, very fond memory. So it's, it feels like going home again. Yeah, when I talked to you about uh, you getting the job, uh, when Lisa told us uh, – Superintendent Ventura has told us about the uh, movement. I called and talked to you, and I asked you about it, and you seemed very excited about the opportunity to go back there. Yes, uh, you know the, you know, it's kind of like it is like going home. Uh, it's a community, community schools. The Eric and I, I think over the last thirty years, this is the first time we've been on the same team. I think Kevin and I have <laughs> played ball against each other, or coached against each other uh, several times, and you know that may be a another big yellow school bus day. We could probably go up a whole hour. We have plenty of stories on that one. Uh, but it's, it's great, and we're we're looking forward to uh, Eric and I. As soon as we I was named, I, we talked. Uh, we've had 
we had a conversation yesterday. So, uh, you know, we're looking forward to working together and uh, benefiting all the students of Mount Pleasant. Well, I know your school, Mount Pleasant Middle School Division and Performing Arts, is going to prime the students and get them ready to go to Mount Pleasant High School. Exactly. And Eric, I know, is excited about that opportunity of you sending over some key students, athletics, academics. Um, you guys have this really cool thing happening out there with the online gaming. What was e-sports. that? E-sports. E-sports, yeah. And I, I'm hoping that continues. Plan on having it. Uh, uh, I have to learn a little bit more about it. You and I just me both. I know this stuff. General I can watch them it. and get amazed by it, but playing might be a different story. Uh, robotics. There's a, a big robotics program that starts at the elementary school. Yeah. Yeah, we did a we did a special on there when they had the, uh, a STEM special and Big Yellow School Bus out there. Um, <clears throat> Going to be a great year coming up for Murray County Public Schools, especially in Mount Pleasant and all the surrounding areas. Well, Mike has given me a signal that it's about that time to – Start giving our shout-outs, and I'm going to go ahead and just start around the room clockwise. So, Mr. Edie, would you give us your shout-out on the Big Yellow School Bus? As always, I send a shout-out to my wife, Danielle. But uh, I want to send a shout-out to the community of Mount Pleasant for the welcome uh, they're giving me. I've gotten messages and calls, and and I've been in Mount Pleasant. So uh, if I went to the store, uh, the welcome that I've received. What a great shout out. Yeah, I got to follow Kevin with that. You know, first of all, it's my family for their support. Uh, Being a school administrator or anything is uh, sometimes it's a little stressful when you take it home, but their support. But also the friends and alumni of Mount Pleasant who's reached out to me after being named principal is uh, very touching in their support. Um, I really do appreciate it. And also the last would have to be Miss Ventura for having a confidence in me to to leave Mount Pleasant High School. Exactly. I 100% agree. Great shout-outs, guys, and we look forward to working with you in this next school year as principals at Mount Pleasant Middle and Mount Pleasant High School. Garth, do you have a shout-out? I'd like to shout-out to the school board, as Eric mentioned earlier, for their foresight uh, to uh, do a a salary study and to help teachers uh, and all staff in Murray County to uh, uh, get a salary increase, a little more encouragement, helps morale, and that type of thing. Also to my ladies, Believe it or not, we have 100 years of experience in my office of the six ladies that work there. And uh, two of those ladies have been there over 35 years. And I could not do it without them. That's uh, 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 my mind went blank, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Lynn Spears, uh, Christy uh, Rochester. They've been there the longest. Uh, Marilyn Quirk, uh, my new router is Dina. Um, I'm sorry, Alicia Hickman. Uh, Dina uh, Wyrick is also uh, an interim person that's going to be full-time. And then my trainer is uh, Shelby Quirk. Those ladies, I could not do it without them. Awesome, awesome. Shout-out. We appreciate everything going on in the Transportation Department at Murray County Public Schools. And Mike? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the summer school personnel, all the teachers, administrators, aides, and everybody that was involved in that. Uh, they truly, you know, in a teacher sense, teachers don't get paid by the hour. They get a salary and stuff like that. So this was overtime for the, for a lot of these teachers. They put in a, a, almost a full month. Uh, after the school year was over, and they're working very diligently to get our kids caught up. We 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 took a hit with the pandemic. We all know that and and stuff. And uh, they're working very diligently. A shout out to the kids for you know, having the dedication to come in and, and spend some of their summertime trying to get caught up. 
and, and stuff. So uh, hope you have the rest. You know, you, I think they was told there's only four more days left. So yes. summer vacation gets to start again <laughs> <laughs> in yes. four days. But uh, a shout out to them and, and their hard work. Great shout out, Mike. Hey, I'm going to do a, a, a couple things. I'm, first, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show today. I know I contacted you last minute, and I really appreciate the help on the show, getting these great words out to the community and this great work that we're doing in there and the needs, like the need to hire some more people, like in bus driving and teachers and such. I also want to do a shout out to an organization that's near and dear to me, and this is not even relating to the show, but you see the flyers I have on the on the tables here. I want to shout out to Columbia Counseling Ministries. I am the uh, president of this organization, and I want to tell about a little event going on. It's the July 4th Red, White, and Blue Car and Truck Show taking place July 4th, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Murray County Park by the Columbia Central High School Football Stadium. Well, that's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next week on Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM.